It's the year 20 squared. An unknown virus threatens our very way of life. As it spreads across the globe, it leaves turmoil and economic destruction in its wake. The world governments begin closing borders and quarantining its citizens. Anyone without a job that is deemed essential must stay at home to prevent further spread of the virus. But for some people, the signal never stops. And there are still video games to be played. Lit Gaming Arena presents Terminal News. Welcome to Terminal News, the uh, number one video game podcast that everybody listens to, including uh, Joe Rogan fans. Actually, this is the fan. This is this is the podcast that Joe Rogan fans wish they listened to. <laughs> but uh, they're all doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so they're not they're not they're not listening to this podcast. But everybody else is. Everybody else is listening to this podcast and this podcast only. Don't listen to any other podcast. Just listen to us. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we talk about video games, news, video game news, and all the coolest stuff, and, uh, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Marcus. Yo! So, uh, we, we have some big news. Big news is happening this week. We, uh, there's, there's a big game that got delayed. It's real upsetting. Really upsetting that this game is, is delayed. Wait, what game was that again, Marcus? What game? I don't, I... I can't recall the name. Hold on. Yeah, this uh, big ass delay. That, like, no, who saw this coming? Did you see this coming, Justin? I didn't. I didn't see it coming. Nobody I, saw I had no this idea. coming. But uh, changed from a 2020 launch to TBD. Nobody knows when this is coming out. It's a, that's indefinite. But who, Sports who knows? Story is now TBD. Sports Story. That's the that's, number one news this week. There's no news bigger than this news. That's the biggest. That's yeah. That's really upsetting. I was really looking forward to this game the in 2020. I guess the golf I'm, story is yeah. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to add this to our uh, our newer our newest category for the Lit Gaming Awards. Um, games that were most disappointed that it got delayed <laughs> to 2021 or beyond. <laughs> but um, but I guess in lesser news, I. Uh, uh, the Microsoft is officially throwing in the towel on the console wars. Uh, so I just want to give a hand to Sony. Congratulations, Sony! You've won. <laughs> you've you've won you've won the 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 next generation of console wars. Sorry, that was uh, my ball bag hitting my thigh. <laughs> I mean, how amazing is <laughs> how amazing is that that. Before the generation even starts, Sony is the victor. Sony emerges as the victor of the console wars. And actually, I was going to make a joke, and I was going to say that Nintendo won the console wars. <laughs> because they're always secretly the winner. Because the console wars were over before they began, if you look at those Switch numbers. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... 
essentially what this comes down to is that Microsoft isn't really launching with any uh like anything that really is first party that like pushes the power or could push the power of the Xbox Series X because Halo Infinite is not a launch title anymore. And I I say what you will about that the the delay. I mean, the I the whole I want to talk about the the console part first because I mean, when you when you look at Microsoft like what do what do they have left? <laughs> it's there's I mean, there's not, at launch, they, I there's mean, really just about nothing. Like, yeah, there is it. I mean, well, there's there's a thousand there's thousands of games spanning four generations, but besides that, what else I mean, is and there? This is so, isn't it odd? You know, to think of like, and I know it was different eras, but the Xbox One launch trying to be like not backwards compatible at all, and that's yeah. all they're launching with going forward basically like uh, they're yeah i mean there's going to be what gears tactics um which yeah. is already out on pc you know they're, yeah which is i mean all the everything's just an xbox one title but i mean you're talking debut grand slam there ain't nothing um at least yeah, that's no. first party because like now it's what their leading game is going to be like the most next gen of next gen games is going to be assassin's creed that or like cyberpunk 2077 yeah which i mean which is third part they're both third party so which i mean I, isn't good it yeah. i mean i can't say it's necessarily like terrible either i mean people will want to play those games on like new hardware i'm pretty sure yeah but i mean first party wise it's not a good start i mean i always There's, feel y- your first games kind of i feel like they they set the pins up for what people expect of the generation exactly know? yeah and I mean, Nintendo's kicked off, like, think of at least the Wii and the Switch. Like, with the Wii launch game, they launched with a Zelda. They launched with Twilight Princess. Now, granted, that was kind of one of those cross-generational games, as is on the Switch with Breath of the Wild. But, and this this could apply to to Halo, too. It's cross-generational. Yeah, it's, these days, like, I guess Sony aside, it's kind of hard to, like, launch a game have it have a game be a launch title and have it not be cross-generational it seems like you're you're more or less and for the most part shooting yourself in the foot if you launch a game exclusively to the new console and not be like oh yeah but you can also buy it on the last because that that because that what that happened with the xbox one where they had rise and and uh um she what was uh, uh sunset overdrive and how many copies did those games sell being exclusive to the xbox one not not very many really Uh, sunset overdrive sold pretty well rise didn't do as well but i mean like you're still shooting yourself in the foot though because like think about how many sales you would get if it was cross-generational so it's just it's almost like it's a dumb business move to be like yeah this is this is how it is but sometimes that people like sony they like to make those power plays like they like to just launch with a shitload of games. I mean, they've been queuing up all this for a really long time. Um, yeah, all, all of this has been in response to the PS3 still. We're still feeling that. Yeah. Uh, to when they were, you know, behind because, yeah, I mean, like and the, the PS3 didn't have a good launch. Of course, like a lot of games that used to be exclusive, like Switch during that generation. But like yeah. the PS3 didn't have a particularly strong launch. I mean, yeah, well, I don't know so if it was a launch title on the, the 360, time. but Oblivion might have been. I it was pretty close to it. It was really close. I don't know for sure. Which I know um, is third party, but I'm just saying, like, usually a lot of these things do queue up 
for your generation, like Sony launched with uh, for PS3 uh, Resistance Fall of Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the PS3 was already just it was already like people didn't want to buy it because it was six hundred dollars. It was, was six hundred dollars. Lots of but then the it, third parties didn't want to develop for it because developing with a cell processor was yeah, like a well, nightmare. And yeah, and on top of that, like I mean, the thing that did ultimately win in their favor was the fact that Blu-ray became like the thing, and it was the best Blu-ray you, player you could buy, and it was the cheapest Blu-ray player you could buy. So if you wanted Blu-ray, you were buying a PlayStation 3 regardless. So, I mean, that helped them. And what I mean, I think maybe that wouldn't have been the case if Microsoft would have had the balls to put the HD DVD into the actual Xbox 360. But it would have been um, just as expensive. And it, so. Yeah, and it would have been just as expensive. So that and that that also leads to in favor of Microsoft for the 360, where it was like, oh, well, we'll buy the cheaper console. So it, it was almost like you, you take, you give and you take Microsoft took the console and then Sony took the Blu-ray and which inevitably they ended up outselling the 360 by the end of yeah, its they, cycle, I believe. They so. ended, yeah. They ended up in a better place than they started uh, for sure. And I mean, that whole generation did, it was just, I remember owning uh ps3 at the 600 dollars, and yeah there it was dry for a really long time like even third party stuff there was like no games oh, for yeah. about two years so i'm not gonna say launches everything like it really isn't yeah but yeah it it's helps to factor. tee up <laughs> and if you look at once again like the switch is a great example of recent memory to be like they had a really strong launch lineup you know with breath of yeah. the wild I mean, well, one, two switch is what it is, but it, yeah, that, that should have been packed in. But aside from that, it's like they had a good launch lineup plus games to come. Like they had a Mario in the pipeline. So yeah. Like, and even the Wii U had launch titles. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the problem with the Wii U was just bad messaging and bad marketing. I mean, the Wii U didn't have, I mean, it didn't launch with a Zelda. It That's didn't, true. Like it didn't it seems have like the a, best strong launch game like it didn't have like this is the game you buy that yeah. console to play but it had it at least had something whereas the the series x doesn't um but you know i i i'm not super upset by this because for me personally like as much of an xbox guy as i am as much as a fanboy i am for the xbox ecosystem um i feel like microsoft being the underdog Microsoft being like on the bottom is better than Microsoft being on the top because when Microsoft is on the top, they suck. They're awful. I mean, I think that can apply to almost any company, but yeah, they, yeah. they especially, I think with during the 360 generation, they got lazy. Uh, yeah. You know, well, and then we, we, we haven't, and to be fair, we haven't seen what Xbox being on top or Microsoft being on top looks like with a Phil Spencer who just mm -hmm. appeared on an animal crossing talk show That's to talk about the thing. delay, the delay of the X uh, of the Halo infinite. So, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Let me show up in a Nintendo thing, which I mean, yeah. does this, is this just more evident that they do not view them as a competitor? That that could be, which I don't know if that's is that cool or is that like incredibly insulting to Nintendo? I don't know. I mean, as it stands, like N Nintendo is in the best position. Like this is 
Nintendo can do whatever they want and it's just like nobody bothers them they're like yeah we exist and people buy the shit out of our games but it's like it's almost as if nobody else is competition for Nintendo okay okay you gotta look at it this way this is how (laughs) I always see it is like you know during like Oscar delegations like when they're talking who's winning the Oscar yeah Uh, usually best picture ends up being everybody's number two pick so it's usually like yeah. there's a lot of discrepancy over like this movie's number one and this movie's number one. And yeah, and that neither of those movies ends up winning despite being probably better films. But it's it's the one that everybody like everybody in the room can be like, this is my number two pick. And then they go, well, that's true. That's unanimously everybody's number two pick. So is the, does that make it the number one pick? And that's <laughs> what usually happens. And that's how Nintendo is. It is everybody's yeah. supplementary console. Yeah, like, cuz everybody it's always like yeah, I'm going to have a 3 I'm going to have an Xbox and a Nintendo or I'm going to have a PlayStation, PlayStation and, and a Nintendo, Nintendo or a PC it's a separate thing. and a Nintendo. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like you have you have everything, you have wh- whatever else you, you're going to get and a Nintendo because I mean, Nintendo they they have all their exclusives. They have so much they have such a strong lineup of exclusives. Can't, can't play can't play Zelda anywhere else. Yeah, it's it's stuff that you can only play on Nintendo systems. So it's it's advantageous for people to buy a Nintendo system no matter what, because you're going to be guaranteed a bunch of games that you can't get anywhere else. I mean, and they have a decent spread. They have I mean, they have almost a game that fits almost every demographic. They, yeah. you know, the the one they don't have is the same one Sony really doesn't have, which is like a shooter. They don't yeah. have like the shooter, but it's like, you know, we got you, you like fighting games. We got Smash. I mean, they, they have other games other than Smash, yeah. but it's like, you know, yeah, we, yeah, we Smash got is Smash. <laughs> you like platforming. We got Mario. You know, we like you, you like racing. We got Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they just. <laughs> Well, they, I mean, they have, they're still predominantly party games, but it's like, you like strategy games. We got Pikmin. You like kind of a horror game. We got Metroid. You got Luigi. You want to hack and slash thing. We have Bayonetta. You know, they, they have a game for kind of everybody. Yeah. Except once again, like there isn't really a hardcore shooter on there. Like there has been, I mean, like recently Doom and Wolfenstein, but those are just, most yeah, people who were going to play those already played those on another platform. Let's be real. Exactly. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it is just, it's just like, yeah, there isn't not anything for a hardcore shooter fan. And like Sony had been chasing that for a really long time during the PS3 generation with resistance, yeah. fall of man and kill zone. And I mean, they took a all right crack at it, but nothing could, uh, you know, nothing could beat halo. Um, and then eventually, I guess, like Call of Duty did, like a third party did. Yeah, a third party. <laughs> yeah. And again, that's also in their benefit. The fact that they can they're on multiple platforms being on PC, Xbox and PlayStation. See, and now but but Microsoft has always now they've always been in the weird boat of despite having they had the in their IP wheelhouse, they had you know, Halo being in the FPS category, which was and still is the most popular category of game. Yeah. So but they didn't have anything else. Um, They tried during the 360 era, but it's like they still kind of don't have anything else like they have, yeah. you know, Halo and Gears. They have a third person shooter and a first person shooter. Yep. Um, They tried to get more of a story based thing going on with Quantum Break. That didn't really pan out. They tried to get, you know, a God of War. uh not clone necessarily, but competitor with Rise. 
it just didn't work out, you know. So like I, yeah. they they at least tried. They used to have an AA RPG, which you know was was Fable, but they had a Western RPG, but they don't have that anymore. Um, so and that's where like Sony's really just been beating them, you know, down because I'm like they they have a game in every other category. Like, like, oh, we may not have a great shooter, but we have, you know, like we got a horror, like rated M horror game with Last of Us. We have, you know, like an open world uh, sci-fi game. <laughs> like, they're they're just kind of all over the fucking map. We, the, you know, Persona's only on PlayStation. You know, they just they have the RPG and fighting game market. They have yeah. like that whole thing on lock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they really do. Um, yeah. yeah. I still don't think this is the worst for Microsoft, but it doesn't yeah. bode well. Um, I know but, um, some yeah. arguments are like, well, what Sony got? And it's like, well, they are launching with Spider-Man. So yeah, that's going to be, and like we discussed last week, that is, that is going to be a thing that moves consoles. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's been recent screens of that showing off the uh the ray tracing and somebody did a side side by side and it's weird for me to say this but it's like looking at the new picture of the miles morales one versus the other spider-man and being like wow that first spider-man looks like a ps2 game by comparison (laughs) like that yeah that says something for sure um yeah but uh with this we also got the news that the xbox series x is launching in november yeah because the controller yep they a controller got leaked (laughs) physically leaked to uh the public because someone had bought a used controller or a a quote-unquote used controller off of a uh like an app called let go which is like a craigslist or you just list your used shit for people to buy and it turns out this controller was a xbox series x controller well and it says on and on the box it says it's compatible with the xbox series x and the xbox series s mm-hmm. so i mean which is probably lockhart which i mean we kind of predicted it, yeah. that here that the it's, lower yeah. tier one is going to be s while the higher yeah. tier one is x i still think they shot themselves a bit in the foot um i think the naming convention is not like they're trying to establish it but it's still unclear right now you know like it's still kind of yeah. murky uh, based on yeah. how there's the Xbox One X, the Xbox One S. Now you have the Xbox Series X and Series S. Uh, yeah. It's just kind of word salad at the end of the day. Yeah, so we're going to get like Series X2 in the future and Series S2 in the future. Well, that, that's what I was wondering because like the Xbox One generation, it like there was the Xbox One and then the S and X. Yeah. But launching out the gate with a lower tier one and a higher tier one, what happens down the road? Do you have the Xbox Series X X? Do you have the <laughs> Xbox Series X squared, you know, or like Series S squared? Do they change the like, name of the Xbox Series X to the Series S and then make a new Series X? Yeah, I mean, it. <laughs> Do they go full Nintendo and go the new Xbox Series X? Like, I mean, and I hate to give this one to Sony, but Sony, like Sony doing they, the simple thing has they kept, worked. Yeah, kept the simple PlayStation 5. Boom. Like it, it just works. It just fucking works. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo's doing weird shit too. And their st- shit's always just as murky, but at least we're 
yeah. currently only dealing with two SKUs. They they still followed the old model, which I still think Microsoft should have done. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll wait and see how it pounds out for them. But I just think I think, you know, both Sony and Nintendo are doing the whole old thing where it's like we release the base console, then we release iterations on it, which will yeah. either be a smaller rendition like probably a smaller form factor and then also a like superior form factor one. Um, yeah. I, um, I sort of agree with giant bomb on, on this one where it should have, they, they really should have just gone like they should have just called it the Xbox. I mean, it <laughs> technically is. Yeah. But just and that's like, why I mean, without the weird the base series one X. Should've, yeah. That's why the base one should have been Xbox. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And then just been down Xbox. the line, they released the series S and the series X for, as the or, higher or they tier, just, lower tier. Yeah. Or something like that. Or just like even the way Samsung is doing it with their, their phones where they, they have like with the note 10, they had, Oh, it's a, or the S they have the S 10, the S 10 plus, and then the note 10 and note 10 plus. Now this generation is funky cause they went from 10 to 20, but it's still just along that same lines where it's just you have these different things that are differentiating them from each other, but they're releasing like yearly iterations still. And I know some of the some of the arguments around the marketing and branding is that you like when it came to the 360 versus like the PS3 and all that stuff um, is that you always want to have the higher number. But I was like, I don't know about that, you know? Yeah. Like like i i just don't know because then it's like well what what's to be said about you know doing away with a number entirely like yeah i mean the we sold just fine there were no numbers in that yeah and i i mean it's like with the any any stuff like other hardware now like where you look at something like the a macbook or the iphone is they're kind of they're still doing the numbers thing but like for the most part a lot of these other companies are just doing like yeah this is just the you buy this and there's just like it, it's just a thing that happens every year or every other year that a new one comes out, but it still has the same name. I, I mean, I just don't think I think marketers just put so much weight on the numbers and I think consumers never really gave a shit. Yeah, I know they, they were like, well, if you have the lower number subconsciously, you're going to think that one's inferior. And I'm like, I don't think anybody ever thought that. And especially when it came to consoles, I, I think they just viewed those as two completely different entities. Yeah. I do a 360 and then walk away. <laughs> I mean, I, I still find the PS3 and like Xbox like that. The the 360 versus the PS3 generation is still a weird generation in my head. I know there is like a lot of pricing, like there were a lot of elements behind it, but I just yeah. find it weird to go from like PS2, like most like everybody fucking owned a PS2. Yeah. And and Microsoft like was, you know, the Xbox was straight out of left field. It didn't particular like it sold okay for coming out a bit yeah. later i don't think they ever but, made money off of the original xbox but they, but then it's just like the 360 dominated that generation for so long and it, it's like it, we're still feeling it where everybody's just an xbox head you know and yeah. i'm like i'm kind of like but why you know like i'm not <laughs> saying the 360 was bad i just find it weird to go from everybody being so big then having huge hard-ons for the ps2 to like being so anti Sony when it came to the PS3. Yeah. And there was something recently that I was thinking about and I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something along the lines of like that, how Microsoft should have, or so, something should have gone with Microsoft in some way because 
uh, just the, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I, what I was thinking about because everything just like it, everything slips in and out of my mind throughout the day. So it's like if I don't write it down, it's gone forever. But it was just like this: it, the 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 abstract of the thought was essentially the fact that there there was a certain thing that required money that Microsoft should have been in charge of because. Uh, this is a company that lost money on an entire console generation as a loss leader. <laughs> this, <laughs> like this is a, this is a company willing to take some major risks. They entered the gaming industry, lost a shitload of money on the Xbox just so that they could put out the Xbox 360 in f- what, four or five years. I can't remember how long that it was uh, four years. Um, yeah. And that becomes the funny thing is like, a lot of people remember the original Xbox pretty fondly, and I mean, like Halo and well, Halo it was 2 the first gangbusters for them. It was the first console that you didn't need a fucking memory card for. It had a built-in hard drive that was badass. But but it, in many ways, failed harder than the Wii U did, yeah. and wasn't even <laughs> along as it wasn't even around as long yeah. as the Wii U was. It's yeah, it, and I think a lot of people just remember it so fondly because it it, it brought us Halo One. <laughs> it brought us like, Halo well, Combat Evolved, Halo One and Two. Yeah, so it, yeah, it brought mean, us and, it brought us DLC. You know, in some ways, it brought us like yeah. map packs. Halo is and, responsible and for map internet, packs, mind you. Paid yep. internet, Xbox yep. Live. There's some bad. Yeah, it brought some bad shit, but people. Oh, it brought <laughs> a fistful of bad shit. <laughs> like, but I mean, I think if Microsoft didn't do it, if if Halo didn't have map packs. Then I mean, someone else would have done it inevitably. But I mean, map packs and stuff like that did exist on the PC. Yeah, it the just, one thing that I missed from those days though was like they would do the map packs, but then after like a month or two, they would be like, "Hey, our friends over at Mountain Dew or our friends at Doritos are making these map packs free for everybody." Like they would just like get like some sort of sponsorship to be like, "Hey, everybody can play these map packs because we're doing this brand deal with somebody now." So I'm gonna air quotes on all of that <laughs> because it's like they knew they were dividing the player base. Oh yeah, because you used to have. To, if you didn't have those maps, you can. You only got yeah. to play with players who had those maps. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I I still, I I preferred that over like now where you just straight up don't get to like if you don't get if you don't buy the DLC, you straight up like will never get the DLC because they don't give it out for free anymore. After yeah, but a certain I mean, the time. DLC isn't maps anymore. Yeah, it's true. But the new maps are just given to you. Yeah, but then there's. There's other instances where there's like other DLC in games where it's just like you get this game, you'll get a game on like a really, you'll get a game like on a really good sale and then you go and like, oh, I want to play the DLC because I never played the DLC for this game. And it's like the DLC is still fucking 10, 15 bucks. Why? This game is like five, six, seven years old. Sometimes (laughs) sales are really fucking weird in that way or um, like... I, th- I think in Sony's current summer sale that they have, uh, you know, they'll have like, I don't think this game is this way, but I'm just using it as an example is like, oh, controls on sale, but the DLC is still full price. Yeah. But we're also selling the deluxe edition of the game that is on sale. But what <laughs> if you just didn't see that? So it's yeah. like you could have bought the game with the season pass on sale, but the season pass itself is not on sale. <laughs> yeah. But or or even better, the you can buy all the stuff on sale piecemeal and it's cheaper than buying the bundle they have on sale. Yep. That happened. I think that's gone away a bit, but for a while that was like, would always happen yeah. is like, I would see the games bundled and it was like, 
either like usually more expensive than like yeah it'd be like oh each game is priced at eight bucks individually so that makes it 16 but they're selling the dual pack with both those games for 20 yeah like, I, i've seen like, that, that happen no on sense i've seen that happen on steam a lot yeah they've i think kind of across the board they've gotten a little better about that yeah it, because a lot of people make posts about it on reddit and Speaking of, just because I mentioned Control, um, because I don't know if this is in your news at all, but... Control is the... You can't upgrade. Is coming to PS5, um, but not for free unless you buy the brand new uh, Ultimate Edition of the game. Oh, God. That just came out. So the existing version won't be upgradable. Yeah, so if you already own it, like myself, or if you own it plus the Season Pass... Uh, which there is like a deluxe edition. Neither of those versions come. Oh man. <laughs> it, it's a like bummer. a game of the year edition that they're putting up that is going up in like, I think on the 20th maybe, or like the 18th, like it's in a few days. That's but a bummer. It's like that version will carry over, have like the free upgrade, which is yeah. just fucking stupid. It's like all versions of that should just go over. But this is, this is just weird. The stipulations on what's going over and what's not going over is just so fucking weird. You know, like what what gets, you know, as part of Xbox's smart delivery and then Sony's unnamed, uh, just you get, the, you own the game on PS4, you get it on PS5. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and and yeah. I know for the developers, it's not always like the most simplest thing. And like in some cases they, you know, would like to double dip or whatever, but I don't know. It seems like yeah. control sold pretty well. It just seems kind of shitty. Yeah. Um so man, this this weekend news is wild. Um so this Apple is our wildest weekend news in a long time. Yeah. Apple finds itself in a bit of hot water with both Microsoft, which we we talked about that a little bit last week, but now Epic Games and also Google is <laughs> is along for the ride as well. Um, but I mean, so we, we mentioned how Apple was blocking um, the game pass app because it violates their whole thing where they want, they, they want control of having the games listed on their app store and you're able to download it's the games. Game of, per yeah. App. Yeah. Which I mean, it, it, it seems like they, they've made deals that like with other, like they did, they, they, They've made deals. They, they've they've made deals with Amazon in this regard before. Like, I mean, you can get games from the Amazon App Store or apps from from that. In there's also like, uh, what what about Netflix? <laughs> I mean, well, that's those not, aren't games, but yeah, there are not, games in Netflix. <laughs> that's true, but um, yes, yeah, so it's it's a that's really shitty. But Microsoft um, was straight out straight up said that Apple is uh, denying consumers cloud gaming because not only did they ban the uh, my game pass, but they also banned Stadia. So there's like this weird circle of shit going on with Apple right now. And Apple just doesn't give a fuck. Like they tweeted and they're just like, yeah, this is how it is. And we're not sorry. <laughs> um, and this is where the next thing comes in. But they so. Epic reduced the the amount the cost for V Bucks, and they allowed people to start buying V Bucks directly with an app, circumventing the App Store 
and Google Play. And as a result, has been banned from both the App Store, Apple App Store, and Google Play because that violates their policies. Because they want their cut of the the V Bucks money. They want their Apple wants their thirty percent of the V Bucks. That's I mean, when you think about how much money is being spent in Fortnite, that's a lot of money. It's understandable that they want that thirty percent. So they've straight up removed those apps, and now it's all out war <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Um, so Epic Games is now taking both Google and Apple to court over this. So this is, this is like a very special this week in lawsuits. This is like a big boy the lawsuit. ultimate lawsuit. So the underdog Epic Games worth what? $17 billion. Um, yep. $17 yep. billion versus Apple worth $1.5 trillion. And what's Google's net worth? It's got to equally be over a trillion. Google's net worth, their market cap is 787 billion. But what is Alphabet worth? Alphabet's net worth is where? That info was a little harder to find. Let's see what if I search Alphabet Incorporated market cap. Okay, there we go. Yeah, market cap is. One point zero one trillion dollars. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the uh, so Epic is taking both of these to task over their policies on having essentially having a monopoly on apps. I mean, there's no for Apple. There's no way around that unless you jailbreak your phone, which is I mean, that's that's not a proper use. I guess it's not a designed use of the of the phone. So it's not like you can just go and download an app and Google is more or less the same. You can sideload apps on Google, but it like gives you all sorts of warnings every single time you try to do it. And you got to jump all, through all these hoops in order to do it. So it's not like they, they, they control these ecosystems and effectively have these walled gardens to keep everybody else out and only let what they approve in. And Epic said enough of this Epic. I mean, they've already voiced their, their, displeasure in the both of these in the past and i mean straight up before they before they were ever even on the app store or on google uh, google play they they just straight up gave you an apk download and instructions on how you can install it on your phone <laughs> for for android phones anyway obviously for iphones not much you can do if it's not on the app store um so yeah that's it's this is a this is a fun situation um i sent you an image earlier where they were straight up putting billboards inside the game um it goes beyond that did you see they did a 1984 video yeah that's that was and that was like that was on the like on the billboard in there in within the game which is actually um wasn't that a coke commercial there was a coke commercial but there was a or was it an there's Olympics an, commercial? There was, it was an, a commercial. There was an Apple commercial. Apple commercial. Yeah, that's what it is. Which is oh, that's funny. Yeah, originally it was like an Apple commercial. Um, yeah. So on, on this screen grab, that it adds says so much irony to it. Yeah. <laughs> on this screen grab, it says Epic Games has defied the App Store monopoly in re retaliation. Apple's blocking Fortnite. From a billion devices. Join the fight to stop 2020 from becoming 1984. Hashtag free Fortnite. I mean, in 
all of this is super odd because, like, love the Epic Store, hate the Epic Store. They have done some shady shit. Like, th there's no doubt any billion dollar company has. <laughs> you but don't I get mean, to uh, a somebody... billion dollars without making a few enemies. Yeah, and I, I saw, like, uh, somebody just being, like, hyper-reductive to kind of dismiss any of this to be like... Oh, what like I don't know what billion dollar company to root for for and I was like but you're saying what billion dollar company there's a billion dollar company versus a trillion dollar company those are most people can't even fathom a billion dollars try and fathom a trillion dollar <laughs> yeah let's it, it enters a whole different realm um yeah so that's why I'm saying like I, as much as like I'm not like I don't I think it's kind of gross that uh, Fortnite or Epic in this case is weaponizing the youth in a way is not really great. But I mean, this is like they technically weren't really breaking the rules necessarily. Like by doing what they initially did, they found a way to put it in there um, without breaking the rules. And then, you know, of course, since they're walled gardens and uh, anything they deem you know that they just don't like they can just remove for whatever reason so they remove they shut down the fort fortnite from even you can't even boot into fortnite i know uh because yeah. a lot of people were like oh it's removed from the store it doesn't matter i already have it downloaded but you can't even boot into it yeah at this point so yeah so just you're, you're fucked up it they have a legit case yeah you know? for for comparison here um apple's apple's net worth is 88 times the net worth of Epic Games. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, and this becomes, you you could bring so many arguments into this, but it's just like, if the developers, like, I think Fortnite is a bit omitted from this, but I think they're really just trying to push a precedent for uh, smaller games, in all honesty. The, the Epic has been for small-time developers yeah, this I mean, whole time. The, the <laughs> stuff that they've been doing for the small developers during all of this Epic Store stuff is crazy. Like the 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 profit sharing and the fact that like the fact that you can develop on the Unreal Engine for free until you make a million dollars. Like and then you can then you then they then they take and, a cut and it and it's on the dollars made post that. Yeah. Like they don't take yeah. a retroactive. Yeah. It's not retroactive. Cut. Yeah. It's like you make a million dollars. That million dollars is yours. And then they start taking a cut after that. Like so, who's heard of that? Or I, th <laughs> I think it's not even necessary. I don't even think it's a million dollars. I'm going to air quotes. I think it's um, sold a million copies. Oh, is it a million copies? I thought it was like a million dollars. Okay. So even a that's even more yeah. than a million. Yeah. That's more than a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. If you sell a million copies. Yeah. That's which insane. I mean, because. And I think that's completely reasonable. Yeah. Because it's like, if you've sold a million copies, you're like certified hit status. Right. Um, And honestly, most games at that point, like you're going to either crank out a sequel or whatever you do, you know, you're probably going to have a follow up work and it's going to sell just as well, if not better. Yeah. So, so I have a statement here um, directly from a um, from from Apple. It, that a, they put on The Verge, they said to The Verge. So they said, Today Epic Games took the unfortunate step of violating the App Store guidelines that are applied equally to every developer and designed to keep the store safe for our users. I mean, they don't apply stuff safe. equally. They, 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 I'm going to... 
I'm going to say like, yeah, okay, well, Fortnite was safe, safe until today. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, they it don't was safe until you could give money directly to Epic instead of giving <laughs> Apple a cut. Yeah. And also they don't apply those rules equally. Um, but as a result, their Fortnite app has been removed from the store. Epic enabled a feature in its app, which was not reviewed or approved by Apple. And they did so with the express intent of violating the app store guidelines regarding in-app payments that apply to every developer who sells digital goods or services. Epic has had apps on the app store for a decade and have been, be have benefited from the app store ecosystem, including its tools, testing and distribution that Apple provides to all developers. Epic agreed to the App Store terms and guidelines freely, and we we're glad that they've built such a successful business on the App Store. The fact that their business interests now lead them to push us for special arrangements does not change the fact that these guidelines create a level playing field for all developers and make the store safe for all users. We will make every effort to work with Epic to resolve these violations so that they can return Fortnite to the App Store, aka make them pay. <laughs> it's what they want. They want. They want. They want Epic to pay. They want that 30%. Which is 30% is that's a that's outlandish. Um, but then they Epic filed a complaint of legal injunction against Apple, explaining in a statement uh, to to Kotaku that Epic is taking legal action to end Apple's anti-competitive restrictions on mobile device marketplaces. Um, and then in the complaints, Epic takes issue with the advanced dominance over games on iOS mobile devices. And saying that there's no pre there's no pro competitive justification for Apple's anti competitive conduct in the iOS app distribution market. I I find it obscene that Apple collects thirty percent on the V Bucks sold. I feel it's okay for them to collect a thirty percent, or actually it should be smaller, but let's just say a percentile of the initial app sold. Yeah, I think that's fair. But I think anything beyond that, yeah. like, is just absurd. Well, and, and in addition to that, like, what is Apple providing to, to facilitate that? The device I mean, that it's on. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's oh, it's on an Apple device, so we need to take 30% of the cut of whatever is sold. It's like, I mean, because they, they could argue the device or the storefront that it's being distributed through. But the thing is, is, like, Epic would offer a means another means to get they would even probably make a fucking their own app store yeah uh through that through apple but they're just not allowed to yeah um and on the complaint it says that epic is not seeking monetary compensate compensation from this court for the in injuries it has suffered nor is epic seeking favorable treatment for itself a single company company instead epic is seeking injunctive injunctive relief to allow fair competition in these two key markets the app store and in-app payment processing that develop that, that directly affect hundreds of millions of consumers and tens of thousands if not more of third-party app developers see and uh i mean all this epics like fully justified in in both cases because phones have strangely been treated as these walled gardens as you said both on android's interface and yep. on apple's interface android to a lesser extent uh but it's obscene because at the end of the day what is a cell phone except a smaller computer yeah and like none of this shit applies to their PC interfaces, like to Macs or, you know, a PC. 
it, it's like Mac once again, even still Mac is a bit more of a closed interface on what can be on there uh, due to what they must, they, they have something weird on there. I just know it's, you can't get like things have to be Mac compatible, uh, but you know, it, it's just, they've made it insanely hard and I just don't feel they deserve, you know, they yeah. don't deserve 30% of every fucking what out of every, let's just say a dollar that, that is spent, they don't deserve 30 cents for every dollar. But I mean, that just means Epic's only making 70 cents for every dollar spent, which just seems unfair. Yeah. Um, also this is, this is a snippet from Epic's <laughs> um, legal response. Uh, Apple has become what it once railed against the behemoth seeking to control markets, block competition and stifle innovation. Apple is bigger, more powerful, more entrenched and more pernicious than the monopolists of yesteryear at a market cap of nearly two trillion dollars. Apple size and reach far exceeds that of any technology monopolist in history. Well, and I've always um, I mean, I like hate Apple. I hate <laughs> Apple with a fucking passion. Fuck um, but I have. Well, don't you think it's so obscene that their market cap is as big as it is? Oh, yeah, and they pretty much only do phones. It's crazy. It's like it's nuts. They do phones and computers and that's it. But then you look at Samsung, which has infinitely less market cap and they do and they everything make phones. Yeah, it was like they make phones, washers, dryers, TVs like, yeah, I mean, their list goes on and on of all the like appliance, stuff, which is all pretty good stuff, yeah. you know, and you or know, similarly, LG makes a lot of shit, too. Yeah. And, and, and you might say the iPhone is the best Samsung phone ever made. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, facts for those of you who don't know that it is made with uh, Samsung parts. <laughs> Um, but I mean, that's still the factories to produce some yeah. of those microchips, but that's, that's still not true because the obviously Samsung phones not. are the best Samsung phones ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, all of it's just super fucking obscene that, you know, they have the lion's share of essentially the phone market and that, that, that almost alone is what's putting like, yeah. Phones, tablets, and PCs is putting them that far ahead of everybody else. Clearly, um, clearly ha Apple's uh, whole Apple Arcade thing was just a facade. They really just hate gamers. Um, they're 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 ostracizing the gamers. They're putting us down. We, we are clearly <laughs> the most oppressed here. I mean, I think with all uh, bad things, there's some good things in there. The same can be said of Epic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they're, it's... it's storefront has done a lot of shady shit uh yeah for but, sure and i think i think like apple arcade seems like it's fine it, i i would prefer kids instead of asking for v bucks for christmas or something you know they just have a year-long subscription to apple arcade yeah that would be uh, a lot better you know, <laughs> buy me some v bucks whatever bullshit for 60 bucks like you're j basically all i'm saying in that case is your your 60 dollars goes further with one thing over the other is offering one, one offering is just greater than the other offering. Um, yeah, but yeah, I just like, like, and once again, I mean, I know many people who like their iPhones and whatnot, but you know, I, I still, at the end of the day, just think about all their, their iPhones and well, I mean, it's an old people phone in my opinion. Uh, but <laughs> it's like iPhones and the Mac computers that they're just, over expensive pieces of garbage. You Speaking know, of they're which, they're very expensive. 
Uh, speaking of which, because you know, like most, it seems like most people who own iPhones like break their screens. Um, oh yeah, I, I I've always felt that it just comes with a pre broken screen. Everybody <laughs> I've ever known that owns an iPhone has a broken screen. Well, I saw on Reddit someone had bought their kid like a toy. It was like a doll that had like a miniature cell phone and everything. The, the the miniature cell phone that came with the doll like it was like it wasn't a Barbie doll but it was like something around those that are in that area but um the the screen this the the sticker on the screen was like a it was a cracked screen on this phone on this mini God. phone so yeah <laughs> I thought that was hilarious and I'm still always like a lot of people really like iPads as well. And I'm like, I've still never seen the appeal of tablets. Like, yeah, I mean, I have, I can can get behind an e-reader. I can get behind that, but a tablet, I kind of don't understand the purpose of. I, yeah, I have a Samsung tab a, and I like hardly use it. Cause it's just like, I, for one thing, like I already have my phone. I'm just using my phone. Like, and the, this, the tablet isn't even that old and it already has a lower resolution than my, like my, for my two-year-old phone so it's just I mean, like i i equally don't really see the point in laptops unless you really got you know a lot of business on the go you got to take care of you know unless you're flying all over the fucking place <laughs> yeah because i just at least in my case that i'm like i if i'm on a computer i'm on a fucking computer you know like i yeah. am gonna be in place for a solid period of time yeah well but, yeah i use a laptop because i move from upstairs to downstairs a lot so Um, Yeah, I just don't need to move around an environment that much. I know because like that's the appeal. Like you can move from a room to room, and I'm like, in my head, I'm just like, but why would I do that? You know, the the one thing I do, (laughs) the one thing I do see uh, people um, use the 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 iPad for a lot is specifically the iPad Pro now um, are people that like to do art where they're drawing directly on the tablet. Sure. I mean, that it's a, uh, that is a, a good use case. Of, it's a very low tier Cintiq. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you want to, if you, if you don't want to spend the money on a Cintiq, you can get an iPad. Even Pro. though it's about equally as much as a Cintiq. Is it really? I thought the Cintiqs were more. Cintiqs like a thousand. Yeah. But I know. So I'm sure that is more, but not yeah. by a staggering margin. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, there's there's di- obviously there's different things you could do on that versus a Cintiq. But th- if you're using it specifically just for the art, then the Cintiq would be probably the better thing. But if you're like, I want to go with the Cintiq. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I know I know people that like have switched directly to using the iPad Pro, and they're like they swear by it now. Um, I really I really hey, I'm not faulting to. anybody for having those things. I just personally don't quite understand. Like I know so many people are like, I have a tablet. I have a laptop. I have a personal computer. I got a cell phone. And yeah. I'm kind of like these. See, the cell phone for me, because it is kind of just a small tablet or technically tablets are big cell phones. Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> but it's just like nothing it serves has, all the same functions. Nothing. I just need one thing to do the functions. Nothing has ever really convinced me of that fact. Otherwise. If the fact that the 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 big the tablet is just a big phone, but in most cases not even that because you can't make calls unless you want to. Do can't some, call can't really text from it unless yeah. you're using like certain yeah. apps to do so. Like if you're like, like me, where I have like my Google my Google phone number linked up, 
I could use that. I can use Google Voice to make calls, but it's like I I don't I have. I don't know why you would. It's like I don't have a SIM card in it, so I'm not gonna take it. And I was like, it, it, I always hate it when people like go out in public and they're like, oh, let me take a picture of my family, and they pull out their iPad and they're just holding this giant iPad to take a picture. I'm like, oh, come on, just get a camera. I don't just. And I mean, the phone's just always with me, so it's just yeah. like I can do anything I can do from my phone. I'm going to do from my phone. Exactly. I would never use the I mean, tablet for as much as I, I mean, you could even the, the difference there is once again, why I can get behind an e-reader more so is it it is a little hard for to read certain things on a phone, and especially yeah. if you're reading for a long duration of time. So you might want the print bigger. Yeah. And the screen color to be a little different. Yeah. And even like in, in tablets, like as much as I do like my tablet, I hardly ever use it. It's just like typing on a tablet isn't great unless you have like some sort of surface. And that's why you like you always end up seeing people with like the cases with the, the lid that flips open and it has a keyboard on it. And it's like, well, at Which that are point, crazy you, expensive. You, you might as well just have a laptop at that point. I don't know, <laughs> but, um, those keyboard attachments for all those tablet things are like stupid expensive. So expensive. They're yeah. like two, $300. Yeah. It makes no sense. It's just a Bluetooth keyboard. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. There's nothing special about it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like using the tablet for like if I was going to like watch a video and I want something bigger than my phone a screen, but that's, yeah. that's really, but I mean, and that's where, that's where we enter the space of like the foldable phones, which I mean, like inevitably that's going to become the norm or yeah. at least a way to expand a phone into a tablet. Exactly. You project the phone onto the wall, <laughs> which something to stretch it to be larger is going to happen. Because that's just, that makes more sense to me than I have my tablet, I have my phone, I have my laptop, and I have a personal computer. It's just too much, and I'm <laughs> going gonna, gonna to ignore most of those devices. Yeah, and that actually, like, that reminds me, so, I, someone was complaining about their cell phone bill. They're saying, hey, I have three phones, two smartwatches, and a tablet, and our Verizon bill is, like, between four to $600 a month. And I'm like, well, okay. And I tell them, well, first of all, take the damn smartwatches off your cell phone plan. Why, why do you need cell phone service on your 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 watch? We use it every day. It's like, yeah, but how often do you use it when you're not next to your fucking phone? Like you you can connect your smartwatch to your phone and it with Bluetooth, and you can do These anything. Were people who were duped into buying something they didn't need. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, take your smartwatches off the plan first of all. Like you don't need that. You can just connect the smartwatch to your phone via Bluetooth, and you can do the same stuff. Still, it's just like now you can't. I guess if you if you leave your phone somewhere else, you can't use it, but you can't use those features. Even the phones but, nowadays are more than anybody needs. Yeah, the so, amount of shit they can do is more than anybody <laughs> would ever need to do with them. Yeah, yeah, they they really are like little like nuclear powered machines in your pocket these days. It's crazy. Um, and then and then they had the tablet. I'm like, and how often do you use the tablet when you're not at home, where you need it, where you absolutely need to have data on it? It's like, take all this shit off. Like, and then, and they wanted like suggestions on like where else they can get cell phone service. That would be cheaper. And I'm like, real in reality, it's not much cheaper to go anywhere. 
Like if, even if it's you, all the same everywhere. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, like you go to straight talk, it's 40 bucks a month for the low, the cheapest plan. If you want unlimited, it's like 65. There's other ones where it's like Yahoo is offering service. Now you can get service through yahoo.com, which piggybacks off of Verizon's network for 40 bucks a Everything's month. Everything's piggybacking off Verizon or it's, AT&T it's, yeah, towers. Yeah. It's all that's, that's what it is. Everybody in like, Oh my God, charter. They own those, the network. Those, those, the charter ads I hear on the radio piss me off. Cause they're like, did you know charters wireless is the fastest growing mobile network? And I was like, well, yeah, you can claim you're growing at infinity when you grow uh, like in infinity, infinity percent when you're going from zero to a hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like of course you're you're comparing yourself going from nothing to having some customers to verizon and at&t who are already at the top so yeah they're growing slow because they already have everything yeah they already have everyone you're slowly siphoning people away from them but not like and and on top and at the end of the day and then they say like oh yeah we have the largest overall the fastest overall speeds and it's like no you don't you have the same speeds as everybody else and in fact, maybe lesser speeds, because when you there's these companies, they're just leasing mass bandwidth off of the towers. And the, usually the the agreement is that once those towers hit capacity, they boot all the like the lease stuff off. It's always the AT&T primary customers, the Verizon primary customers. They get the priority on those towers. And if the tower hits capacity, the the people that are leasing the space get booted off of it. So you're going to get Indeed. you're going to get lesser speeds if you are an area that's busy. I mean, and that's a fact. So but yeah, those those dads triggered the hell out of me. But so I, I explained it. To them. I'm like, you're going to spend 40 bucks a month for three lot per line. So for for your phones. And then right now you're also paying for your cell phone bill through Verizon where you're you bought your phones at Verizon or whatever. So you're paying for the two year plan on buying the phone from them. If you go to somewhere like Straight Talk or or Charter or whatever, you're going to be paying the cell phone bill. You're still going to have to buy the phone somewhere. You're going to have to buy a phone either outright or you're going to be paying a payment plan on it through somebody else. Whether like if you buy a Samsung phone, you can buy a phone directly from Samsung and pay the the um, a monthly payment plan to them. And it only feels like it's cheaper because you're paying two different bills now. Instead of having one gigantic Verizon bill, you have two half size bills where it's like this one's the cell phone service and this one is what I'm paying for my buy to to buy the the cell phones and in the end it's going to be a wash you're going to be paying the same amount anyway that's welcome uh, thanks for listening to my TED talk on cell phone bills <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got out to that but um but yeah so this Fortnite stuff is crazy man have you ever tried DMT <laughs> you ever try Brazilian Jiu Jitsu <laughs> Um, uh, I love, I love, I love, I love memeing on Joe Rogan because BJJ will fuck you up, man. He is, he is our equal in the podcasting space. And in fact, we may be superior. (laughs) I mean, anybody could be on top. (laughs) Um, but I don't, what else is there to be said about this thing? I don't, not much else has come out yet. I mean, we're obviously it's going to be a legal battle or it's happening now yeah this is this is the thing that started happening today and if it's a legal battle i mean there could be settlements where stuff will just clear up within a week maybe Uh, who knows who knows what's gonna happen i think shit's gonna happen fast most people think a settlement's gonna happen yeah of some kind um which is probably most likely because well no one wants a legal battle (laughs) 
Well, I mean, it, nobody wants a legal battle, but on top of that, I mean, shit's got to happen fast. Uh, at least Epic now being kicked off two platforms, which I don't know how much are used, but they got to be used at least in the... They got to have at least a million a users yeah. or so. So they're going to be in damage. We're going to we're gonna have 12-year-olds riding in the streets so that they can play Fortnite. <laughs> um, I tell them they should switch to the new... Hottest hit game, Fall Guys. <laughs> yeah, Fall Guys. Oh man, let's see. How are we up for time? We should probably take a quick break before we jump into the next big topic because we're gonna end up like last week where we went forever and then had like twenty minutes at the end of the podcast. So I mean, that's all it is. It's so it's all big shit. This week was all big hits. Uh, video game news, biggest hits. Um. But yeah, so we'll, we'll, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more news. Hey, Dan. What's going on, Dave? So I got this idea for a new podcast, all right? It's all about video games. But we already do a podcast about video games. And, and, and Dan, Dan we, we, we can talk about the latest gaming news, retro collecting, movies, nerd culture... Yeah, but Dave, wait. I mean, we and 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 we can call it the Rated G for Gamers podcast. Yeah, that's the name of our show that we already do now. Oh, Dan, it's gonna be fantastic. The Rated G for Gamers podcast. New shows every Tuesday wherever podcasts are sold. Okay, welcome back to Terminal News. Now this one, this one is. Another fun one. Um, but uh, Trump is officially banning TikTok. This was happening last week while we were recording. And so like we didn't really get a chance to cover it last week. But uh, basically the, what the gist of it is, is that the, he, his executive order is to ban payments to like Chinese companies. And one of them includes Tencent, which is the owner of TikTok, I believe. Is it Tencent that owns TikTok? I was. I don't think so. There's like, okay, it's not TikTok. What? I just know because was, of this, it would have blocked certain things to Tencent, but that's not true. None, none of the, obviously games are not impacted by this. Well, the thing about it is that that's what the White House says, but like they, 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 they say that, but then Trump is like, he says like the opposite on Twitter or he'll go to Twitter. Like he's, it's, the wording is intentional in a way that he can use it as leverage later on where it's like, well, we actually could. So like they'll, st- I don't trust it is, is w- what it comes down to is like, they say that, it, oh yeah, it's not going to affect games, but maybe it could. <clears throat> so, but that, that eventually led up to now where <laughs> TikTok plans to go to court over the ban. So they want to, uh, they, they want to, uh, <clears throat> sorry, it's some in my throat. They don't want to get banned. <laughs> Um, the lawsuit that they're, they, 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 reportedly the lawsuit will contend that the, the order is unconstitutional. Um, the Trump's claim that TikTok's parent company ByteDance is secretly siphoning us user data to Beijing is totally baseless. And secondly, the administration failed to give them a chance to respond to these allegations before blacklisting the app. And I believe the ban is supposed to go into effect sometime in September, unless 
someone buys them that's an American company. So like people kept speculating that Microsoft was in talks to um, buy TikTok, which made me wonder like if they buy TikTok, will we get TikTok live on, on the Xbox? <laughs> well, and um, when's Apple banning them? <laughs> God, yeah. When's, when's Google banning them? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I was speculating like if if Microsoft buys TikTok and they implement TikTok's technology and its user base and rolls out a live service with a built-in gigantic user base <laughs> and, and then just goes full on TikTok live on the Xbox after shutting down Mixer. Well, then they're going to have to put out a new Kinect uh, so you can <laughs> capture those sweet dance moves. Exactly. We'll have the Kinect 2. They might just call it the TikTok too, though. The <laughs> Xbox TikTok. Um, let's see. So yeah, uh, reportedly TikTok is in negotiations with Microsoft about surrendering the o- their ownership of the app's U.S. operations uh, to appease the critics. And apparently, the president suggested he would be on board with this deal. <laughs> oh boy, what a but! Let me buy more stock in your company first. Yeah, let me buy more stock. Um, what if TikTok helps helps Bill Gates develop the vaccine faster for COVID? <laughs> Turns out the vaccine is actually just TikTok dances. Ah, oh, we should have known. <laughs> we thought it was going to be Fortnite dances. No, not not even. I mean, you can't do Fortnite dances if you're banned on the app stores. I mean, <laughs> but <clears throat> but um. Apparently, like nobody in the White House knew what knows what Donald Trump is going on about with the whole take TikTok sh- shakedown. He's he's uh, he's a rogue agent. He's acting alone in banning TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't understand. I don't understand why this is happening. But, you know, that's that's it is what it, it's it's that's what it is. Um, we live in uh, really strange times. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was the weird one. But but guess guess who's back, Marcus? Guess who guess who is back? Shady. Nope. Shady's back. back Shroud again. Shroud's back. He's back on Twitch because he was one of the guys that went to Mixer as well. He's back on Twitch and he drew how many five hundred thousand viewers, which is more than Ninja. A lot more. Which. My joke to you when you when you showed me this, I was like, "Yeah, but except Shroud is Shroud is friends with Ninja, which is just as bad as being Ninja." <laughs> the only thing worse than being a Ninja is being friends with Ninja. <laughs> yeah, with being friends with Ninja, I don't know. He See, might not Shroud, even actually be a friend. Shroud, uh, he was the uh, it was he was like the Nintendo Switch. He was the number two, so that kind of makes him the number one. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he was everybody's number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I thought that was, but I don't know. He maybe it he was always like, like what I watch Ninja I know that, or I watch uh, uh, Doctor Disrespect or whatever. But I also watch Shroud, so that's yeah. that's what happened. It's like, yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> he's bringing the complimentary. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't. He he might not even be friends with him. I just know that they stream together. They definitely streamed together when Apex came out. Like they did, like the, he was one of the ones where they like paid 
them to just to team up and stream. So yeah, so he's he's back on on Twitch. Um, but the real the real news here, Doctor Disrespect is back. <laughs> he's on YouTube, and he he also streamed to five hundred thousand viewers. So Shrouds was slightly more. I don't know the exact number on Shrouds. I just saw over five hundred thousand. It it was like five hundred and fifty. It was enough to be noteworthy. It's it's fine. So here's the these are both from Kotaku. Um, the Doctor Disrespect article from six days ago. Doctor Disrespect return or resume streaming to over five hundred thousand viewers and plenty of questions. Shroud the article one day ago. Shroud's Twitch return polls more than five hundred thousand concurrent viewers despite technical troubles. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Dick Doctor Disrespect is back, but on YouTube, he still has no idea why he's banned on Twitch. <laughs> It's a mystery. We're never going to know. He knows what that's he the, did. He, he, that's what Twitch is saying. They're like, he knows. We're not going to tell him, but he knows. That's what Facebook did to me. He knows. You know what you <laughs> did. Um, <clears throat> I love this quote here. He streamed for the first time since getting the big purple boot from Twitch. <laughs> um... He announced his return, leaving his YouTube channel on a live splash screen for nearly 24 hours <laughs> and allowing fans to spend money to join his Champions Club, which is what he used to call his Twitch subscribers. Um, once he started, as soon as he started streaming, there's 400,000 viewers and then it hit to just over 500,000 um, at its peak. He says his Champions Club already had over 15 million members. Uh, so apparently, uh, currently when in character, he has a habit of substituting thousand with million. So it's likely that over 15,000 people have signed up. <laughs> so that's funny. I didn't know that one. I don't really watch his streams that much. So um, let's see. He did address. Uh, let's see. In, re- in regards to the ban, there's a lot of people who want to know what happened. Guess what? I want you to look me in my fucking eyes when I say this. I really want me to look in the eyes when I say this. We still have no idea. We have no idea. You're right, dude. I'm not buying that one. Bunch of phonies. We have no idea. And I'm going to tell you this right now. As far as I'm concerned, we didn't do anything to warrant a ban, let alone how they ended up banning us. No communication before. No reaching out. Boom. Done. Yeah, that's 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 the official response from Dr. Disrespect. He has no idea why he was banned. And Twitch, I I really think it was the 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 the, the speculation is that, oh, he's. He, he had money in some company that was a startup that was trying to do streaming that would compete with Twitch. And that's why he got the ban. But I feel like we would know that for sure if that was the case. Um, the other option is that they just looked for a reason to get rid of him because they uh, they didn't want to pay him the rest of his contract. Because <laughs> I think that the... The speculation was that they paid him a nice big con or they, they, they signed him with a nice big contract to keep him from moving away from Twitch because everybody else was. And then Mixer shut down and now they don't have to worry about that anymore. So that was the that was the conspiracy. <clears throat> Let's see. He also noted that there's still quite a bit going on in the background. Last thing I'm going to say about it. And I have to be intelligent about all this because you're talking about a heavy contract, lots of money. Uh, he said, referencing his previous deal with Twitch. So let the legal professionals do what they need to do. That's it, period. So, yeah, he does reference the contract that he had with Twitch. So it sounds like it's 
going to be just left to the lawyers at this point to figure out what's going on. I still can't tell if he's in character or not. He's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the funny thing about Dr. Disrespect is you don't know when he turns it on or when he turns it off. It's regular Andy Kaufman, that guy. Some could say as long as the wig is on, Dr. Disrespect is in the house. I don't know. Sometimes it's on when the wig's off. <laughs> it's, he's Andy Kaufman. Just it's, he takes bits a little too far. People believe Andy Kaufman's still alive. Yeah, he's still a free agent. He's not signed any agreement anywhere. He's just he's uh he was just a free agent streaming on YouTube. Apparently, uh, he says he intends to stream on Facebook, you and his own website. So he's he's go he's going it alone. He's he's starting his up his own brand now. He's Covering doing his all own my thing. Own bases. At, I, I would almost expect him to start using Restream at some point and just streaming to everywhere all at once. He can be like the big, the one big guy using Restream. Maybe Restream should sign him. <laughs> hey, we'll sign you. You can stream everywhere with us except for Twitch because you're banned, but. <laughs> Epic should put out a streaming platform. Oh my God. Native streaming from within Fortnite. Yeah. Zero latency. Zero latency Fortnite streaming. You can stream your game and people can fly around within the game and watch the stream from within the game. <laughs> All right. What else we got here? What else? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, remember how everyone was saying how Rocksteady is making a, bat a new Batman game? Uh, it's a Suicide Squad game. Surprise. To Did you ask for a Suicide, ga game Suicide Squad game, Marcus? No. Uh, nobody. Nobody no. did. We it's already we knew want. this was coming, though. I know, but I wanted a Batman game. I wanted a Batman game. This Marcus. is a Batman game. It's not Bur it's Suicide Squad. I know. Maybe you gotta uh, fight evil Batman. Evil Batman. Bizarro Batman. Bizarro. <laughs> I me, can't. I can't ever like hear Bizarro. <laughs> Solomon Grundy, you want pants too? <laughs> yeah. There's a series of new internet domains like Suicide Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League dot com. <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, so that's the thing. Uh, let's see what else we got next. Don't you want to be the bad guys, as Harlequin would say? <laughs> We're the bad guys. The bad guys. Uh, longtime, longtime Street Fighter producer Yoshi Nori is leaving. Yoshinori Yoshinori ono, ono. Is leaving Capcom. Everybody just knows him as Ono. Ono. This was the. This oh is no, super. he's leaving Capcom. You, you already missed your chance to make that joke. You already <laughs> missed your chance to say, oh no, before you announce this news. You missed your chance of a decent segue. Well, I, uh, well, well, I made it. <laughs> but yeah, oh no, is, he's leaving Capcom. Um, it's pretty upsetting, like honestly. he's uh, My friend actually wrote fanfic of, with Ono oh and Harada from, oh of Tekken fame. But uh, really? Yeah, it's uh, just, he's been, he's ubiquitous with street fighter like yeah. he just 30 years is he's been around for a long time as brand manager um and you know he really brought street fighter back in a big way with street fighter 4 and i mean to a lesser extent street fighter 5 but i mean i don't know all of this is weird and supposedly a lot of what happened because as far as i knew the last season pass was quote unquote the last season pass for street fighter like season pass 4 was supposed to be the last one but then yeah. season five just came out of nowhere. And supposedly some of that is in response to 
potential directions that Ono wanted to go with Street Fighter and maybe he's departing because maybe just they were like, no, we're not doing that with Street Fighter. But uh, word on the street is that he kind of wanted to turn Street Fighter into a 3v3 battler um, and that just wasn't happening. Um, (laughs) Though I want to present counterpoint. I, I think people what if this is just a whole what if what if it wasn't a Street Fighter game? What if that was the whole thing is that it's not, you know, it gets pitched as a Street Fighter game. But what if it's not Street Fighter? Yeah. Why does it have to be? Street what if Fighter? it is a game that I dream of called Capcom versus that's just the title. It's Capcom versus it leaves it open ended. Yeah. But it's just an open ended Capcom verse that includes everything. Street Fighter, Darkstalkers, Rival Schools. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the Capcom fighting games just all under one umbrella. And they're all there. Marvel vs. Capcom, but but of course, just with all the Capcom characters, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so that you yeah, could have your cool. Mega Mans, you could have your, you know, your Resident Evil characters, all those characters. Would have been cool. Um, and I mean that's why I'm like, if it was that, I would be cool with it. With the three three V three thing going on. Um less cool if it was just Street Fighter. But I think if I was going into a new generation and making a new game. Um, fighting games have evolved in a big way. Um, it seems that they've become live service. And I think that's actually the live service model of having continual season passes with more characters. Um, I think it works for fighting games. I, th- I think that's the proper way to go for fighting games. Um, yeah. Fighting games are very expensive to make. And it, we are in an era where it doesn't make sense to... It takes a long time to build characters and character models and move sets for all these characters that it and it's not easy. So it makes more sense to just make a game and then continually update it um, yeah. versus the past where, you know, you'd go two, three years between releases. But we're not in that anymore. Um, it's Street Fighter five has been the Street Fighter for a long ass time now. But that becomes like, I think. And even Street Fighter has been open-ended that they added the Final Fight characters in there. Like, there's several yeah. Final Fight characters. They're they're adding a Rival Schools character, which I we didn't talk about last time, but uh, that is big news. I, I used to love Rival Schools because it was like, the reason I got it in the first place was like, I want that two-disc fighting game, you know? <laughs> like, I was like, that fighting <laughs> game is two-disc. That's crazy. Yeah. That was a fighting game two-disc. But yeah, that is a... Uh, Getting a Rival Schools character in Street Fighter is big news, but yeah, it seems like some of this is re- in response, and I, I don't know. Maybe they'll just be like Street Fighter Five is... I know the initial pitch of Street Fighter Five was we're going to have a single Street Fighter for 10 years. Um, I think that was ambitious, but, you know, I, I think we need... I think we need a chance to start over at this point, or are they going to continue to update Street Fighter Five? You know, that'd be a little yeah. weird at this point. I think we need <laughs> fresh blood going into PS5, Xbox Series X. Uh, that is yeah. a, you know, I think we just should get, my dream is that we get one fighting game for that generation. So you get, you would have, you know, a Tekken, like Tekken 7 announced a new DLC character as well. Uh, they announced Kuni Mitsu for the current season pass that's been running. But even Tekken, it's like whatever comes out after Tekken 7, I hope it's just that that one Tekken for the duration of the PS5 slash Series X lifespan. And I would hope it comes sooner rather than later. Uh, and same goes for Street Fighter. You know, just be like, this is your game and you just update it for that whole life cycle. 
and then come yeah. next life cycle you have a new one that would be ideal um but we'll see things are kind of in free fall on that front it, it, losing ono is a big deal though and now the future of street fighter is very uncertain <laughs> um <laughs> and i don't know he's i think he's made some big swings and they've paid off and i kind of as much as i i i mean the biggest thing is that uh, uh what game is it we talked about it the other week but that they there's there's that game that they're is their competitor that is Chinese made. I think it's SNK. Oh, um, I think, yeah, it's just SNK, but, uh, Dan is literally like Dan Abiki, which he was announced for street fighter five, but he was a character that was initially created to mock that game and actually has the stance of the main character from that game made to mock that franchise for knocking off their franchise. Um, yeah. And that becomes the interesting thing of if they went to a three on three battle system, that that is how that game functions. That's how SNK games function. So that becomes weird, you know, and I think that some of that politics might have been why I guess in many ways this is like, I don't know if this is Ono stepping away of his own volition or if he was just forced out or if like, oh, you know, shit. tensions got too high and he just chose to yeah. bow out. Um, <clears throat> that could be because at least to my understanding, he wanted to take Street Fighter in kind of a weird direction and people weren't okay with that. So, and, but I don't know. I kind of would have liked to see whatever he had cooking up and who knows, maybe, maybe he would have started with this idea and then maybe it would have ended up somewhere else. But I just, I always still and still do want a game called Capcom versus, and it's just like that lets them shove anything in there and then have whatever guest characters from any other fucking game in there. Uh, but that's a, a pipe dream of mine <laughs> where I'm just like, I don't, I don't want Capcom for like versus like Marvel versus Capcom or like, uh, X-Men versus Capcom. I want just Capcom versus Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> they have so many fighting franchises. It's insane. <laughs> and then even aside from that, they have just characters everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, it, um, I don't know. I'm just upset by this, but who knows? Maybe hopefully it ends up in somebody's hands that I can trust. I just know. Oh, no, he I don't think he's as like in the face like he's not the face. He's not as attached to the franchise as like Harada, where like Harada is very out in the open. Like everybody knows what that guy looks like. Basically, that plays Tekken. I Ono wasn't quite that. Uh, you like known, but he was getting there because him and Harada were doing a lot of stuff together and they were friends. I mean, Harada did uh, tweet out the kind of goodbye letter that went around, you know? So yeah, yeah. Um, just sad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, God, what do we have next here? This is a bag of news. Um, there are massive Warner layoffs that gut DC Comics and DC Universe. Uh, let's see. Uh, the merger between AT&T and Time Warner into another monolithic media <laughs> mega corporation uh, is reported by Gizmodo. Uh, as they've laid off a master, massive layoff. 600 layoffs at Warner Media, including editors. Um, All these mergings and buyouts need to be blocked. Yeah. I mean, kind of like the bad. like Disney Fox thing. That should have been. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know they tried to block shit. it. 
Yeah. But God, that should have been blocked. Yeah, that was a big, uh, that was a big one. And then they just proceeded to just lay everybody off. Yeah, this is, all this is just. There's a lot of doom and gloom in the comics industry right now. Because now people are like, is the DC universe dead? Because like, fuck. They can't have another flashpoint. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we need right now. We need a flashpoint. Yeah, we need a flashpoint to course correct for the so year be 2020. Like, oh God, that fucking coronavirus was a bad apocalypse, and then we got to send the flashback. And he yeah, runs exactly. Back and resets the timeline. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to 2018. <laughs> and then something else bad happens in 2020, and he's like, "That's even worse. It's a robocalypse." And then he like got to create another flashpoint. <laughs> yes. He runs back. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> he has to run back and stop himself from running back. <laughs> No, we just, he, I mean, all he does is create another flashpoint. He doesn't, he, he can't, he can't run back and reset himself back. Cause once you create a flashpoint, that flashpoint already exists. So does he need to run back and set a flash for a flashpoint previous to his other one? No, it's just, he ran back okay. and then the whole timeline, cause everything transpires slightly differently. It's like, okay. it's like a butterfly effect, but for on a shorter timeline, <laughs> But the Flash does have to recreate the uh, incident that gave him his superpowers in the first place, which is kind of funny, but <laughs> with prior knowledge. Yeah. But like the gap, like he can because he's the only one plagued with the knowledge of like the other reality happening. But it becomes like really vague and not so clear the longer time goes on. Yeah. But anyway, then yeah. he would just create another Flashpoint. So first it yeah. would be like, you know, coronavirus and he's like, that's bad. So he goes, he runs back and then he, you know, changes enough stuff. So coronavirus doesn't happen, but oh no, Robocalypse happens. We need another flashpoint. So then he just runs back and then he changes enough things to be like, okay, now I'm safeguarding from coronavirus and Robocalypse. Um, yeah. And, and then we get hit by an asteroid <laughs> <laughs> and we create yeah, another so flashpoint. On, <laughs> uh, God. on top of this, they also cut their uh, relationship 25 year long running relationship with uh diamond comics so that they could try to produce and print comics on their own so and the things aren't looking good for dc right now that's oof man um let's see so avatar the last airbenders creators just left the live action netflix adaptation which you you told me that they they left a pretty spicy statement about leaving it yeah they said uh something along the lines of whatever you see when you watch that live action won't be the vision we had in mind which i mean is like like, what was that vision (laughs) i mean it's salt in the wounds for sure saying that because i mean yeah a lot of people really like those creators but i don't know that it's hard to say until we see the product because i mean I don't know. I, I trust the creators with the own, their thing they created. I really do. But, but now they're not there. So it's like, uh. but at the same time, I mean, we've, we've seen that equally go awry as well, where creators don't know what they created. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nothing serves as a but, better touchstone than Mighty Number no. Nine. Of course, I know there's a lot oh, of debates fuck. over yeah. who actually was the original, the OG Mega Man people. So, yeah. yeah. You just, what you need is you need to get like mega fans to do it because look, look at, at what happened to Sonic. 
That's just what I was about to say. <laughs> Sonic Mania, it was fans that recreated a good Sonic game, not not people that worked on the original. <laughs> I mean, it it happens, you know, like like I said, I'm just I'm just pointing to people. I mean, same can be said about three, four, three and Halo, you know, like, yeah. What Just I want to see because somebody's worked on the original or, you know, has done a lot of work yeah. on the original doesn't mean they know what they made or know yeah. how to take it forward. It's I hard mean, to capture. You can't recapture the same magic all the time. That's the yeah. thing. Well, and a lot of times just people don't know. It's hard to it's say what luck. makes something magical, you know, it, yeah, dumb it really luck. is. Yeah, I, I mean, then sometimes you 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 think like, oh, this is the thing that made that thing great but, so then yeah. you focus on that and it's like no that's not even the thing we liked about it we like this whole other thing but we didn't even know that until you fucked it up <laughs> well it's like it's like the same concept of of like internet law cows <laughs> like like they don't they don't know the reason why the things they do are funny it's just that everything they do is funny and they're they no matter how hard they try to stop it it's just that's that's the funny thing is like whatever they're doing is the funny thing. And there's, it's just, it's a phenomenon, but yeah, I, I, what I really want to see is I want to see like actual, like star Wars fans make star Wars, make a star Wars movie. I mean, I want to see like, we're in that era. Like, I mean, yeah. JJ Abrams, just as much as, uh, uh, Ryan Johnson were just big star Wars nuts. That's true. That's true. Um, but I don't know. I always feel like, there's always like the armchair fans that have to criticize everything Star Wars. So I just really want to see like those people go that and kinda write a Star with Wars. A, uh, there is now published. So it is in the canon, a collection of short stories that are written. Like certain people got tapped to write these short stories that are now oh, part yeah. of the Star Wars canon involving, you know, hey. like extremely tertiary like tertiary 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 like characters. deep cuts deep cut star wars yeah they got to write like really short stories and there's a collection of out the out there of that that got published recently oh that's cool so, yes yeah, so i i i always want to see stuff like that just because i'm like can 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 what the fans do because like, the fans are always so critical especially when it comes to star wars it's like i want to see the fans do something and and see what what if what they, they could do, do better. better. Yeah, and exactly. Sometimes they can, but that yeah, you know. sometimes they can. And I would love it if they did because then that would be awesome. But then, but then the petty side of me is like, what if they crash and burn? <laughs> it happens. I mean, honestly, when like Sonic Mania is a positive example, is it, yeah. it's both positive and negative. I think they're <laughs> these the best parts of that game are the stuff that like for me personally. The, yeah, this, the, the stuff best that's parts just are old, the stuff old, that old is Sonic. like old ass Sonic. But then Towards like the new the stuff they added the is game, like, eh. there's some new bullshit that is like weird, like gravity well mechanics that probably couldn't have existed uh, way back in the day. Yeah. But uh, that stuff was bad in my opinion. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've heard mixed opinions on that. I've heard some say it's good. Some say it's like a good addition. Some say not so much. I think extreme Sonic nuts who really needed something new really liked that stuff. Like yeah. who have you know the, I think the people who have been playing like modded versions of Sonic and like shit like that were <laughs> itching for something Sonic. a little yeah they were itching for something a little newer um me who's like not I I wouldn't even consider myself a Sonic fan to be honest because oh, I never owned a yeah. Genesis and Same. all that but 
And, you oh, know, man, I did, the, Shard, I played, the Shardy boys are going to skewer us for it, that one. I played some Sonic too. When I played some Sonic and Knuckles, you know, I've, I've, I've played <laughs> some Sonic and I've, yeah. I mean, mostly it, where I would get skewered is the fact that like my biggest exposure to Sonic was Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2. Oh, um, so yeah, that, and I actually <laughs> loved Sonic Adventure 2 battle on the GameCube. That was like, that was one of my favorite GameCube games of all time. I played that game so much. I was in that chow garden all day. And I know just like, obviously it's a lot of people just hate 3d Sonic in general. I, th- I think those, I think the first Sonic adventure games were all, all right. I, I think where it went after that was the problem, but yeah, but it, I digress that it's like, yeah, I wasn't the biggest Sonic fan by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I played some of those games in their place yeah. and time. But yeah, I just think as a far removed Sonic fan that like mania is it is good but it that new stuff I didn't really like (laughs) yeah and and strangely I think it was like just barely too long like oh yeah it it was the back third I would have just cut that out like the third act stuff I would be like just remove that just remove this last chunk and not not even just to remove the new shit that I just didn't like. I just felt that, that was the point when I was like, I've played this Sonic game a little longer than I would like. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Well, we we we, we drove we, we drove a ways away from <laughs> what we were avatar. Holy crap. Um, wow. So we're kind of getting long into tooth here. Is there something else that we need to cover? Today, I think we covered the biggest ones. The biggest ones. All right. I think we I got think, the biggies. I mean, this the is a thing week so really... jam packed with news. We can't do what we usually do. We can't scrape the bottom of the ocean for news. There's just yeah. too much news. It's just too much good news. I mean, the only thing I because I had some articles here, but they're not I, they're not big enough. They're, we had we covered so much news. The only thing I can really say is that Fall Guys took the internet by storm. We can like, talk suddenly. about that in the next cast. Oh, well, can we? Well, yeah, because then one of us sounds like one of us played it and one of us didn't. <laughs> so, hey, well, we should probably end. This, this, uh, th- we'll call this a cast. How about yeah, that? We'll, uh, you know, we'll put a bullet in this one. Yeah, how you like that? And, it's back, oh, baby. Shit, it's back. We're it's putting a back bullet in, in business. Uh, a metaphorical, metaphysical, theoretical bullet into the uh the the ball sack of this episode oh the ball sack i just was the shooting the sack. cast itself the like cast it was itself a, a wild gazelle <laughs> oh god oh well well i mean it would be more like an elk or a deer it's like a like a white-tailed deer how about like a, a turkey like a giant buck like a 10 a point shock a like, shotgun <laughs> blast to a uh a a field of ducks <laughs> like a red guy shooting a blue guy or hey, a blue guy go. shooting red a red guy oh what about a purple guy shooting a green guy that's bullshit that never happened that's halo what are you talking about <laughs> you got the covenant versus master chief Come that's on. Bull- that is bullshit <laughs> <laughs> all right well hey you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Follow, just make sure you do all that. If you love the show, make sure you give us a five-star review on Apple and Podchaser and share the show with your friends. That would really help us out. You can check out the website at lga.gg and fuck Discord. We're going the, we're going the Gilded. So chat.lga.gg directs you directly 
to our guild server. Um, no, I'm not mentioning what we're recording this episode on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're we are moving officially to gilded.gg. It's just like Discord, but it's new and better um, in in most ways. <laughs> Pretty much every way, um, their their app needs work. And I've I've told them that. So we're 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 G. We're G. They need they need to improve the app. They're working on it. They know, but the platform itself is more versatile than Discord itself is. So that's really cool. It's gonna be cool for esports stuff. So hopefully we'll grow community and be able to get back to doing actually hosting tournaments because that's something I would like to do. Especially some of the games that are coming out in the future. Um, but with all that being said, I think that this is the end of the show and we're going to see you next time. Peace. clap I, I oops i just paused my recording already so that's all i was oops my bad i know i was i just like as soon as i said we'll be right back and i i just stopped the recording because i got excited <laughs>